Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixels and Ink podcast, episode 330. Uh, I am your host, Jordan Biorti, and joining me is the legendary Shaq, the uh, Shaquille, the real deal, hey. Lambert. <laughs> what's up? What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> the goat. I thought about that. At, uh, during the day and i was like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i can't wait to say that because it's gonna go it's either gonna go one of two ways he's gonna really love it or he's gonna just absolutely trash me for oh it. no it's perfect <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah he's flustered right now for but some, you can't see some, it yeah some, you can hear reason, it I, I i came up with Sha- shaquille the real deal lamberto i don't know why funny to me yeah why not I don't know. I just sounded really funny to me. He's already thought this through. He's been waiting so long to say it. So now Jordan's finally free of this pain that is longing for Shaq. I'm so happy. I I, I hope uh, I hope he goes on a Twitter and changes his handle to that. I might oh, actually. <laughs> a real deal. Everyone will think it's temporary, but a part of him will keep it forever. Oh yeah, this is it. He's gonna put that on his business card. <laughs> <laughs> on the other side, in like gold letters, if you shine on the light, you'll Listen, see. Listen, I'm gonna just start flexing on everybody with a business card, like American Psycho. Just like, yo, look at the print on this. <laughs> yeah, so you better hide your business cards because he might kill you if yours is better, or if you say something better than the legend, then you know, watch your back. <laughs> and of course, we have the uh, the ever excitable Clement Go excitable that's a new one i love well, how he's I mean, coming up with like a new nice things to say every time so i mean um, you're jumping in before the introduction you can you you gotta let me uh you gotta let me build up to it a little bit there oh yeah oh no please, <laughs> please, please keep going I i'm an afterthought <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i've been listening to a lot of bill burr so i got that stupid like voice oh my god head. the one where he rambles about random things for like the entire morning i i listened to that too Oh my God! My, oh, I I was listening to the Uninformed podcast, not just at work, and oof, it's so good. It's my inspiration for this podcast. Completely no, no, no facts, no reading, Jordan. just just strong opinions. <laughs> and of course, we have Chris joining us, Chris DeHoog, the the ever ever the ever patient, the ever patient. <laughs> yeah, see, my man was just waiting. Like I'm looking at the track, he was just silent, just like. <laughs> You know what they say, the quietest people in the room are the smartest. You know why people just, because just wait for the he's one-liner. A, he's, a, he's a goddamn professional. <laughs> yeah. No I'm words here, needed. I'm here in my, in my suit and tie and sweatpants again. Uh, just he's like waiting time. to throw yeah. these business cards at us ninja style. Just, just gamp it up in here. Yep, yep. 100%. <laughs> okay, so let's... Uh, let's you know let's so a little little bit of a follow let's let's dive into it let's, we'll we'll follow up a little bit on uh, on our um, predictions from the VGAs because we recorded it like hours before the event happened so uh, oh the yes the weird. video game awards the Oscars for games which happened uh, last week the Oscars I, I don't know, maybe let's not give it so much credit um, the, the Oscars of, of getting people mad online at this it's point the Emmys or it's the, the Grammys. Grammys the Oscars the of Grammys is Jordan the top for that. Uh. <laughs> now uh as i think as we kind of uh predicted of course the uh the worst possible candidate <laughs> won game of the year um last of us two much to my chagrin 
but I mean, at the same time, realistically, like I was, I, I, re- I was really under no illusions that they were going to give it to The Last of Us. Um, I, I genuinely, like, genuinely fell over for half a second when I saw that it also won best narrative. You know, because I... for all the reasons <laughs> that we discussed. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought of you at that moment when they when they announced that one. I mean, I... <laughs> oh, I was so mad, Chris. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of fans were, but for some reason, like it's funny how the VGAs were set up because a lot of it is vote based too. It's baffling to see where most of that majority came from. Well, I think it's something like it's something I was reading it a little bit online and I think it it, it said something like about how like 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 80 or like 90% of it is from like the committee and like 10% of it is like is like user votes. Yeah. So realistically, it's like yeah, it's kind of like Last of Us 2 was always was always that like Oscar bait, you know, video of video games. Like the thing that I thought was really kind of weird though, um We'll talk. I get. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But I started playing uh, Death Stranding, and I was just kind of thinking about last year's VGAs about how like I was you know making jokes during the event about how like Death Stranding was going to win like literally every award and like even some awards that they would just make up just to give to Death Stranding. Like it would be on a roll, like one of those games that would just keep gobbling up stuff. Like, yeah, the trophy would just be like Jeff Keighley and Hideo Kojima just hugging. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. best strand type game, best game best featuring on Norman Reedus. Reedus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, but like, surprisingly, yeah, like it actually didn't really sweep the VGAs last year, right? Like, even like, even to be beat for game of the year by uh, Sekiro Shadows Die twice, which is kind of like a very odd choice. I think it's so more. It's I like, think at least with Dead Stranding, it's just it's too weird a game for a lot of people like even within like yeah like the industry or the critics community that like it kind of got like because it was so divisive that Sekiro just like kind of came in and just swooped it but i mean okay like you know to that to that point like yeah i do agree i like, i don't know how how much I, I i kind of agree on the on the second point that like because Sekiro like you know it's it i would say it's it's equally divisive but for different reasons like like you know it's kind of like it's a souls game right mm-hmm. so obviously like, you're gonna have people who are like die hard for it or other people who are just like this game is too hard it's bullcrap i don't like it um but like I, that, that you're, you kind of hit the nail on the head there the, with the first part because i was thinking the exact same thing like playing death stranding um like yeah like it's it's an out there video game um not exactly the most subtle game of all which but which is weird to me because you can kind of see like where it's also like trying a little like maybe not super hard but it also is kind of like see, seeming this like this real like auteur project that like was destined to win awards and yet it didn't right so it's just like it is weird to me that like that a game like Last of Us that really doesn't try very hard in a lot of avenues kind of came in and swept the VGAs mm-hmm. I think it does say a lot about like the state of um, of the game industry as a whole, right? Definitely can be a perspective thing as well when you think of it like that. Yeah, 
I don't know. That's what I mean. Like it's because it, and that's that's the one thing I, that I was also like kind of just thinking. Like it, it's it is the thing that kind of annoyed me a little bit just about like the fact that Last of Us Two got like Game of the Year and all this other stuff. Um, which is because like like playing Death Stranding now, it's like like you know, especially after after like hearing all the good and all the bad about it. Um, you know, it's it 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 kind of has like genuine ideas that's the one thing that where i would say like I, i'd separate it from a game like the last of us like it yeah like love it or hate it if it's too weird for you that yes yeah, okay that you know that might be a thing but like you know it it definitely tries like to do a lot of really like outside the box things right like that's a game to me that would seem way more deserving of of an award or like an accolade you know as as um as prestigious as you know the coveted game of the year than you know another just like another version of the last of us that kind of tries less than the first one did like it's just i don't know it bothers well, it's me. worth noting those are two completely separate games right obviously uh death stranding and sekiro were super close at the 2019 awards i think and then um from there i really do think with what you said about the confusing plot and losing a lot of audiences for death stranding it might have been lost in translation just leading up to the game awards so ultimately like the committee and people who voted for it went with sekiro because of that uh small little setback that death stranding had so definitely like it's a more creative game obviously right it doesn't have like yeah. a lot of that repetitive baggage of it being a sequel like a Soulsborne game it didn't really have its own household formula hideo kijima just straight up did his thing right and he definitely was honored for it too i think on that year for the game award too he got his own fabled recognition for it and yeah on top of all these other um awards that stranding got right uh, if it really got game of the year, then it definitely would have almost won pretty much every award that night. And uh, part of me thinks that Sekiro definitely had its own reasons for getting it. Um, yeah, it just seemed like half the people who were watching the game awards had it coming. A another part were just surprised that Death Stranding didn't get it. I definitely was. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. No, I was too. A hundred percent. Like that was the one. I was just like, there's no, there's no debate. I don't even. I don't even know. Like between all the 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 nominees, like which game I even wanted to win. Like I think I think I might have even said like I'd love to see Sekiro win it because it's all the things I love. You know, like a Souls game, ninjas. Um, but then I was, but I was like, I was kind of like, but you know what? Like it just that was the, that was the one where I was kind of like, but is it like game of the year? Maybe not. Um, okay, just actually, you know, yeah, no, just, let me ask you this because, in that kind of sense, what did you want to win this year? Like, between the nominees, I wanted Animal Crossing to win. Okay, same. All right, <laughs> <laughs> someone clearly didn't listen to our podcast. Was so, so, so far, so far between the podcast team, it's two votes for has Seven Remake for, for me, Alex, and two votes for Animal Crossing. What about you, Clem? What did you, what was your pick? Oh, we should have done a bet on this, you know. <laughs> um you know what well i i said I, I said on the cast too like usually usually we actually do like a poll throughout like the cg like staff but like just like with everything that was going on this year um we didn't get a chance to like really do it you know, like you know, honestly i yeah. if i was gonna throw my hat in the bag in the ring right i wanted either animal crossing to win or doom eternal to win That's but ultimately it was, was animal say. crossing 
that's my short answer because like it's one of the other games i own in that whole list i for some reason shame on me i haven't yet played final fantasy ghost of shima <laughs> hades or last of us part two so i really really didn't have a connection there but animal crossing and doom eternal were a different story for me yeah, i literally just finished doom eternal like last week it's incredible oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's good stuff it's it also it's warped my ass worse than i thought it would like when the marauders show up what the yes. hell <laughs> the it's like one hell. of those bosses that you would have a hard time beating and then you know what they become a regular and boss and, and a regular enemy type after that so you know what it's just piling it on it's a lot <laughs> yeah well, you know, well, this this is the thing, uh, Shaq. Just to like, I guess, just to like catch you up, um, and just to sort of like, uh, I guess, you know, um, reiterate what we said last week. Like, I, the, the the whole thing is that, like, you know, out of all the out of all the games that kind of came out this year, you know, with especially like with like what you know what was going on this year. Personally, I think like Animal Crossing was that game yeah. that was like. Um, that like really like helped people through. That is literally my pandemic. exact you know same I mean? reasoning. That like it this, the this kept us sane thing. for months. Exactly, yeah. and you know it's like I know I know like you know um you know it's the whole I, I think like you know Chris kind of said it like that like you know it it might not have been like a game of the year but it was game of this year. Um, and my whole thing was that like well like well you know nothing exists in a vacuum right like if anything deserved a game of the year for 2020 it was Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. it was pretty relevant yeah for a lot of different reasons but it was it would have been poetic justice if it won um now a part of me because it wasn't nominated right a lot of people were saying that half-life alex got snubbed for the game <laughs> of the year it won in its own category but there was talk and like and i put my head in the ring for half-life alex to win too because of like how great it was i mean like it's not even a matter of like going into vr to understand it that's one thing it's also because of the impact of like doing something impossible like being succeeding half-life 2 which is pretty much impossible but it's like that had its own merits for winning the game awards Mm -hmm. listen clem (laughs) vr is never gonna take off (laughs) (laughs) stop trying to get make vr this like you know monolithic thing okay a vr game will never win game of the year i'm sorry i, I mean, hate i hate like, to do listen, this to you super hard <laughs> super hard vr should have won game of the year the year it came out honestly <laughs> oh, now, you're like real silly <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is coming from someone who um you know only went into vr for like five minutes and suddenly he knows everything about it uh, I was in there longer than you were, dude, Sunflower. Dude, okay. uh, we were doing VR since years. I started working at CGM. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just messing around. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, no. Really. I'm just messing no, around. I know how much. I don't know. I figured it's now we're playing this now. <laughs> this time here uh, clem's actually here to defend himself so <laughs> yeah it was we actually said that it was sad that you weren't there last uh last week because we couldn't talk about the uh, nominees for best vr mm-hmm. but have live alex oh, yeah. definitely won in that category like by a landslide. Yeah. yeah yeah we figured that yeah it was satisfying like what were, what were some of the other nominees i don't even think i looked 
Yeah, that's the thing. It was the Half-Life Alex Award because that's the only one that people knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it was destined to win. It was, you know, it had it had it had a Half-Life in the title. That's all people wanted. That, people have just been That's what I wanted. <laughs> for as long as long as they can remember. They've just been waiting for something Half-Life like the, related. The fact that I went, hmm, maybe I should get a VR even though there's no room in my house just for Half-Life. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, I forgot. Was, oh wait, was, I forgot. Half Life is scary as hell. Why would I play this in VR? Yeah. Well, there were there was Dreams, yeah. Iron Man VR, Star Wars Squadrons, and Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Uh so I mean yeah, Half Life, yeah. Half Life yeah. yeah. wins on well, pedigree maybe, alone. Maybe, maybe, maybe I might, uh, I might put uh, Squadrons up there because that's kind of a really cool thing, right? To have like a really like immersive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like like sh- uh, spaceship like or like like Star Wars like ship based game, and then to like plug that into VR for that like double level of immersion, that to me is pretty cool. Like that is the one arena, Clement, where I will say, yeah, I think like, I think that is the one game where I, the say, I think you uh, are, I think you made your case for most VR games out there. You know, no, just this one. Yeah. Yeah. no you said the word because i'm already sitting down so like you know i don't have to move my like body or anything so it's like I, I can i can i can kind of you know i can suspend disbelief in that in that area right but, right your calories but. your calorie count begs to differ <laughs> you know what that was uncalled for it's <laughs> getting nasty here now yeah. VR day one really bad against the vr <laughs> editor of this publication yeah the i, the bell I won't take one. any talk about vr <laughs> we talk about vr gloves are coming off son <laughs> oh yeah i got my uh oculus touch controllers ready gloves are coming off in vr Let's hold it back, Shaq. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think we, need to, um, we need to talk about uh, the, the actual, like, important thing that happened at uh, at the VGAs. Um, and that was the announcement of Sephiroth in Super Smash Bros. Oh, that, oh and also now, that Mario died? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. The horror. Well, okay, you know what? I mean... Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to be that guy. But I, was I the only one who was like, he's not actually, he's not dead. I mean, oh, even in the movie, Sephiroth like, stabbed him in the shoulder. I, like I knew he wasn't dead, dead for real. Like they wouldn't just kill him off but for it was, actuality sake on a trailer. But just like the visual of this man being impaled by a sword. <laughs> hey, they okay, showed. I mean, is that they showed the fake out after? Is that any more? gruesome than luigi like literally being separated from oh, his body by on an uh, equal level of horrifying <laughs> <laughs> like like luigi straight up got murdered in that cutscene like his oh, he, soul his was removed from his reach. body oh also like when, uh, freaking, no mario did die before when he got stabbed by ridley in his trailer uh, yeah, really well, and then you know, he got impaled <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it felt implied to me in that one too right? i don't know maybe i gotta, gotta look at it again plus uh for the steve show they like didn't he get blown up on that one too like they really really uh i feel like mario is just gonna be the whipping boy for every new announcement which is why me and Shaq over the chat earlier were just like we hope another announcement doesn't happen because you know mario is gonna He's die dead. Yeah, like uncle ben in every spider-man reboot <laughs> Well, he's you know he's got he's fine. Yeah, he's got extra lives. He's good. <laughs> also, I don't know if y'all but saw definitely. the um uh, like the video of like them showing off all the moves and stuff like the 
when Sakurai oh, yeah. went, like, went more in-depth. But, like, when I watch those, I also wait for the Mii announcements just to see who got deconfirmed. And oh, <laughs> when Gino got deconfirmed, I felt right so now. bad for people. But that's like because I even said I even said last week that that was my that was my like prediction for who was gonna be in. My my hope was that it would be Gino. Listen, bruh, I feel your pain because I wanted Travis so bad, and when they showed him at the Steve presentation, I hurt so bad. (laughs) That was that was that was a rough one. I was just like. I mean, like, okay, fine. Like, I could see, okay, Travis, you know, fine. He's in, like, an M-rated game, you know. But, like, Bayonetta's there. Maybe. She gets naked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't argue with you. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> you. You got me on that one, buddy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, totally quote them on that. <laughs> but, like, I, yeah, I guess, okay, fine. It, 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 it's Solid Snake. He's in there, too. Exactly. So like Shit, their, their decision process is very weird, and I'm not really gonna like question it or delve deep into it. I'm just gonna assume Sakurai knows what he's doing, considering like when I saw Steve actually play, I was like, this man is broken. <laughs> like this man is too good. <laughs> well, you, you know what? It's so funny because now play, like every time I play, like I I, I genuinely think Steve is garbage. Like even even when he's good, he's garbage. Like. <laughs> What does that even mean? Like, because, like, playing as him sucks. Like, literally everything, it's like, they made him too much like Minecraft. Like, if I want to just play Minecraft, I just play Minecraft. Like, not only do you have to think about, like, fighting somebody, you got to think about your management, (laughs) your resources. But the, but then like all of his attacks are just like a forward like chop like it's just like it's like he literally just plays like he's out of Minecraft like he literally just, just like said a character from Minecraft plays too much like Minecraft <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> like you question his entire existence like this is so it's so dumb it's like honestly I, I genuinely like I played I remember when, when he actually first came out and and like it, you know there's that one day period where everybody's using that like character then they just like, go back to like whoever they were using before yeah. and it's just like when you played like a steve versus a steve like it, like it I'm, I'm not joking it just like I, it actually just felt like i was playing minecraft it's just, <laughs> it's just, like, a really good like like it's so dumb like what are we doing here <laughs> and, then, and then like and I'm, I'm not joking anytime I, I i win with steve i just start laughing i'm just like this guy sucks like he just sucks <laughs> It's not even fun to win with him. High like, investment, we'll call it. <laughs> High skilled investment. But like, um, yeah, but you know what? Uh, so, so Chris, you you straight up kind of almost called, I guess, called that like Sephiroth was going to be in there. You were the only one who said you wanted to, uh, or you thought a, a Final Fantasy character was going to yeah, show up. I, I, I guess I kind of guessed in a pessimistic sort of way because I said, you know, there's no way they'll add what I want, but I, like I want another Final Fantasy character. And then you had that great idea about the Warrior of Light, which I was really into. But uh, yeah, the Sephiroth is a, is a good is a good constellation. I, like I, I figured it'd be another uh, hero character or something. Maybe someone who's actually appeared on a, on a Nintendo system. But uh, so yeah, what no kind of wrecked your mind when the news dropped? Uh, well, yesterday was or last Thursday rather was such a, a cluster of announcements that my brain was just spinning with everything from the, the <laughs> yeah he was writing it all. all and so yeah it was just it was it was probably the highlight of all the announcements period that day but. Uh, yeah, and, and then to actually watch him last night on on Sakurai's uh, special feed and unlock him in the game, like that was they they knocked it out of the park with, with his design compared to the Steve. Oh, he's like, awesome. he actually, oh, he's yeah, incredible. he's actually legit. 
Oh yeah, I th I I legit like I actually might like he might be my second like my new main at this point. I might just obviously Simon and Sephiroth mains because I actually like genuinely love playing as him. Um, the 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 thing the funny thing was like because you know because I was like I, you know I was working during the uh, during the VGA so I couldn't actually like like watch any of the uh, any of the of the actual thing but like I was just sort of like catching like like updates here and there on Twitter. And so I, I, you know, I get, I get out and I'm, uh, you know, I'm on break and I check, I check my phone and I look on Twitter and all I see is this like image. It's just like, you know, Sephiroth, it, you know, comes to smash. And I was just like, I just like, I looked at it. I was like, that's not real. <laughs> that's not real. No, I'm like, people are just trolling right now. Like I was, you know, what, you know, because it literally, like it literally was, it's like, it, it, it actually is now like, like smash bros has become like those fake you know, melee screens yeah. that people used to make that had like right. Rayman and yeah, like Steve and like, you know, Master Chief. Just like, yeah, like Master people Chief. Have, like, just put the, like the side by side of Steve and Sephiroth. Like, this is a real video game. Yeah, this is. <laughs> this, this, and, then, and, then I, and then I saw, like, I actually saw the video and, and I, I literally, just, I, like, I just like, I texted like all my friends. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, how is this real life? Like, no, the funniest thing for me is seeing all the memes about Cloud just being so annoyed that Seth Brothers here is like, I can't go nowhere without this guy. Fucking guy. It's been uh, all know, that. I, and why isn't Sora in Kingdom Hearts yo, or in uh, Smash yeah. Bros? But <laughs> listen. He's going to get deconfirmed as the next thing. I bet you. Like, it's yeah. probably going to be like their final ca card, their last trick up their sleeve before like the next Smash game comes out. Oh my God. I mean, you know what? I kind of, I kind of, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's, uh, maybe there's hope for Sora. I, I feel like he would work in Smash Bros a lot, but then isn't, isn't there that whole weird thing about how like, um, Square Enix couldn't put him in because, like, technically, Disney like owns the rights to the character it's so because stupid. it's like a yeah. Disney yeah. So basically, when when Kingdom Hearts has appeared in other Final Fantasy like mobile games like Record Keeper, um, there's a big copyright under everything that's like a Kingdom Hearts design, like including designs for Cloud and Squall and Sephiroth. Um, so yeah, Disney oh, has their has their hands on the original things from that so they, they would have to go to to disney and get approval for that there, yeah, there's there's talk about him being like included in the, the city uh final fantasy games and it was it, it was kind of like dismissed because disney didn't want sora fighting oddly enough like it's this weird rationale they have they don't want him in a fighting type game that's so dumb or but that, he's in that, a game where he fights like yeah, so that, that's that's half his thing right but, but yeah, yeah they didn't, didn't want him in a straight up combat game at, at that time anyways maybe they'll change their mind down the line but uh yeah that was the original rationale wasn't he also in that world of final fantasy game he was like a secret character you could unlock Sora was a metal yeah he was just like a like a summon but he didn't actually have like any yeah. real role in it ah well i don't know i i think i don't, like you know i think i really do think that like you know the the idea that a character like Master Chief could be in Smash kind of like you know is is a little bit more like on the table. I mean, you know, now like Microsoft and Nintendo are buddy buddies now, so like maybe exactly. Yeah, I think I think you know I I personally I still I still really want to see um like maybe like a Mortal Kombat character show up just to kind of like you know actually close off that like hey we have a character from like every fighting franchise in here that'd be crazy actually 
Dude, Sub Zero would work like Gangbusters. Obviously, you couldn't put you couldn't put Scorpion in there because he's too scary. But like, well, like in terms Sub-Zero of the two works. like characters who, yeah, like the two and the two characters who like best like when you think when you think Mortal Kombat, the first two characters you think of are Sub Zero and Scorpion. Yeah. So like, just throw Sub Zero in there. Honestly, yeah, give him some ice powers and call it a day. Watch him put like a deep cut <laughs> character in there. <laughs> Watch him put like fucking Striker. <laughs> <laughs> I I have no idea where they're going to go with the remaining fighter pass characters at this point. I think they've been so all over the place. Yeah, the I'm last not few. buying it's... the fighter pass until they put all of them out before I can make my decision. Because like I bu- I bought like the first fighters pass and I hated most of those characters. So I was like, yeah, really? I only played Banjo and Terry. Everyone else I did not care for at all. Dude, Hero is friggin' next level. I love Hero. You know, Hero's crazy, but, like, I don't like... Play- like, Joker. I don't like him. I don't play Persona, so I have zero feelings on Joker. But he's cool. I don't play Persona either, but he's cool. <laughs> Joker was pretty cool in that, yeah. That's what I mean. He's just, he's just cool. <laughs> I'm, I don't I'm, play like, Fighter I'm waiting. I like I'm sure that, like, character... Like, most of the characters that I feel like I would like and will actually play. Like, right now, I'm not going to buy the Fighter Pass because of Steve... Like maybe Sephiroth, but like not Steve. Yeah, like, 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 I, I Min, Min and Steve. Like I, I, I just got the pass now because of Sephiroth. So yeah, Min Min's honestly Min Min's okay. Steve is garbage. Min Min's okay. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I'm telling you, play a few games with Steve and tell me you don't think he's the worst. I'll, Even I'll, when you're I'll, winning, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to give it a shot because yeah, I literally just got the pass this week for the for Sephiroth. So every every one of his attacks is literally just just a chop, a chop like it's block. all he just chops forward that yeah chops chops and blocks that's all he does i mean like are you, wait, are you expecting him to play like a platinum games character just like super smooth <laughs> well, i was motion. hoping i was actually genuinely hoping they would like make him interesting like okay like kudos to their like you know their their commitment to like making him feel the way he is but jesus well, it, it, it's like Duck Hunt, right? Like it's a it's a gimmick thing being true to it. Like I appreciate that, and, and there there are people who will who will find a way to make them work, I guess. But, well, okay, uh, but you know what? You, okay, I, that that's 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 kind of my point. I I, I like that you bring that yeah, you brought that up because I wasn't even thinking about it. Um, like yeah, it's the way like it's like they, they you know the way they added Duck Hunt like as a character, but like all of his attacks, like the way that they're true to the to its like or to his origin is that like you know the idea is that like the zapper is off screen like filling in the you know the attacks right yeah but, like, and the Hogan's still... Alley characters do his smash and things like that yeah yeah like but he still he still feels like kind of like a like a unique character like the way like his movements and his like his style like he doesn't feel like just like it's like hey i'm just like you know like this static 8-bit thing that doesn't move at all like that's kind of how steve feels it's just dumb Hmm. i don't know but uh i think i think uh i think we need to move on from this point because we uh we we really we really slammed it. Yeah. You guys really went off on a tangent there. We, yeah, we went off, man. I was I was like I was like okay, this this will be a quick fifteen minutes. We're half an yeah. hour deep. With Jordan on the podcast, it never is. This is how it always goes. Oh yeah, it? it's true. Um, so so let's move on to the other uh, you know the 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 biggest piece of news that we got uh, this this uh, this week, and uh, that's uh, about how uh, Cyberpunk is a uh, giant garbage fire that isn't making anyone happy. Oh. Now, <laughs> of the game that's the garbage fire is part of the PR. Let's let's I'm, let's, uh, be, let's yeah. be fair. I'm, yeah, I'm being facetious, of course. So, um, so wait, Jordan, uh, wait, are uh, you, uh, have uh, you played it or not? 
I haven't played it just because um, I, I genuinely don't have anything to play it on. Like, I don't have a PC that will run it. And so far, like, the way it is on, uh, like, current gen consoles, yeah. um, it's... Yeah, I didn't like, buy, yeah, I, I didn't I, buy I, it. I, like, I have it on my... Like, I pre-ordered it. I rarely pre-ordered things, but I was like, this is going to be the one. And uh, <laughs> a lot of people thought that. Like, I don't... Here's the like, I don't hate it enough to, like, give it a refund, but... It is mm-hmm. like, like the potential is there, but there's so many problems that are just like. Yeah, have you played it, Shaq? I have. I played it for. I'm up at like at the beginning of Act Two, like I'm very early oh. on into that. Um, I like, I like a lot of what's in it. Like I love the story so far. I love the design of the world. I love a lot of the missions that I'm doing. Um, Keanu's friggin' great. Like he only just showed up an hour oh, yeah. in it. Um, he's not just a cameo. Like he's um, a full-on he's a, yeah. a lot. Like think of Joker from Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that, and mm. you can never get enough more. You can never have enough of Keanu. Exactly, but yeah, a lot of the the bugs. Whoo, so many. Oh my god! It by dumpster fire. It is full of cockroaches. Those cockroaches are the bugs <laughs> all over Night City. Because uh, to sum it up. People can be riding a motorcycle on the road, and suddenly their character T poses without their pants on. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, that, if I had to think of I mean, one glitch that it's actually happened in the game. It's got to be that. That uh, that thing that you that you uh, like reposted on Twitter, Shaq. Like that. I, I don't think you like actually like understand how hard that made me laugh I when I saw it. Like <laughs> not even the motorcycle like, one. Like how perfectly you described what it was like so like so, so yeah go ahead for, for any of our listeners um so basically so shack shack like re retweeted this uh this clip of just like this person uh so just standing off like to this on the sidewalk and then just like from from like the far distance a car just comes like flying <laughs> towards them <laughs> And, and what did you say? It was, it was like, like this is what happens in a superhero movie, and you're like six blocks away from the final fight. Oh, I, I retweeted that. That was amazing. I just I couldn't get that like idea out of my head. I was losing it. That's why New York City is the worst place to be in for every movie. I've seen so oh many, so much more videos of like new glitches since then. Like, I've seen a video of, like, someone going to a mission, like, a story mission, and you're inside the character that you're not supposed to be with. <laughs> like, you can see, like, the inside of their eyes, their mouth, and everything, and you're like, this is not how it should be right now. <laughs> you've really, you've you've hacked the world to such a degree that now you're inside the car. <laughs> oh, yeah, when you're trying to get into the car, it doesn't respond for like five seconds and then after that the whole thing just reacts and the car explodes <laughs> i think yeah, yeah i saw i saw a good one like that where like it was like an npc like got onto a motorcycle and then the motorcycle literally just just blew up like, <laughs> yeah, no escaping that no, no matter what console you're on all right like ps4 and xbox one players have it the worst yeah Even on next gen that gives a really bad impression over like what you're going to be in for yeah, yeah. I, 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 I had a friend send me a video. He's he's driving along and he goes down a hill, hits the bottom of the hill, and he just does like a kickflip. Like his <laughs> car flips over. All of a sudden you're Tony Hawk Pro Skater, you're just switching genres mid-game. Mid oh my god. I've seen cars so, turn like... into like the swing set of death from GTA 4. <laughs> oh no, no, never forget that. 
Oh my god. So 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 the the actual the actual news that we were <laughs> going to talk about was that um that uh both both Sony and Microsoft are offering uh refunds on um digital purchases of the game which is I I I kind of I made the joke but it's uh, it's it's true is something that I actually have not seen Sony ever do and the the one case where it actually happened was Afro Samurai 2 the Revenge of Kuma. I remember and that is literally a game that uh, <laughs> it's like it's like imagine a game that's so broken at launch that PlayStation can't even sell it. Jordan. It's I yeah, no, us it's talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> dude remember i remember how it's like because that was that was so that was funny because like that was like the one like one game where like like it was it was like such a non-news story like i was it was like what like what am i like my first day at cg and i saw this story come up about how like there's gonna be a sequel to the afro samurai game and i was like can i write about this like this is awesome and brendan was kind of just like yeah sure <laughs> if you like it why not and I was so like pumped for the game, um, only to really, yeah, just discover just how bad it was. And like, honest to God, I, I, I sometimes I'll go back and rewatch that that like let's play we did of it, me and Mel, and like it's ju- it's still just like one of the funniest things. <laughs> like that game was so broken. So, um, like, what what's worse, Revenge of Kuma or Superman sixty four? I mean, uh, Superman is literally fundamentally game. broken to the core. Okay, okay, well, okay, okay, okay. Superman 64 um, is not a bad game because of, like, uh, like fundamentally bad design. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's limited by, like, the system that it's on. Um, and, you know, I guess it's, like, just, like, you know, it's an N64 Superman game. What the hell are you going to do with it? Uh, I guess just fly around for a bit. Here's some rings. <laughs> Um, dude dude all your like, credibility like, just went out the window okay but 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 superman 64 wasn't broken out the ass like Revenge of keep listening please <laughs> like like at least it at least worked like okay the controls no, were bad because it was an n64 game <laughs> no, it, didn't. it was an n64 game and even the best n64 games still kind of have wonky controls no, no, like no no, no 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 they were not broken on the level that superman no. 64 was play conquer's bad fur day and then play superman 64 back to back and tell me the controls are different <laughs> play a massive difference. Time and then play superman 64 please you know what if i if i have to pick up one of those crappy n64 controllers again i'm sure i'll hate it no matter what <laughs> oh those like <laughs> those budget ones the candy just, controllers. In general, I always hated the N64 controller. Even when I was a kid, I thought it was bad design. Oh, it's just it's just yeah. really weird. But yeah, Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, there's Cyberpunk. Superman 64, then there's Cyberpunk. Superman uh, kind of set a pretty low bar for like how games can be at launch. So Cyberpunk, I don't think any other game is going to be as bad as Superman 64. Cyberpunk, it's safe to say that, you know, obviously like be having sunk 50 hours into it so far like it still is an enjoyable experience from start to finish especially on pc and it is broken with a lot of the bugs that actually ruin the hard exciting moments of cyberpunk which makes it kind of bad on that part 
now cyberpunk obviously like it's not the worst game to have come out right cg magazine rated it a 7.5 it could have been worse if the bugs kept escalating but yeah um other than that like it will never be as bad as superman 64 it it's safe to say that you could still enjoy the game in some parts but it it was a game that was made for next gen and i always wanted to say that like this was nef something that kind of goes beyond the scope of like current gen consoles like ps4 and xbox one especially if like the vanilla versions that's you're not gonna have a good time with cyberpunk there it was a game that kind of bites off more than it chews you know what well, I think someone, so, someone had brought up a game that kind of gave me a lot of reminiscence of just a, this kind of thing where like it promised a lot but obviously realized early enough that they could not reach it no man's sky and uh, the mm-hmm. thing is, is a lot of people were pissed off about that. Like, I see a lot of the same type of vitriol for Cyberpunk that I saw for No Man's Sky for just obviously for different yeah. reasons. Um, but at that same time, I think that like with time, like if CD Projekt Red can get their stuff together and hopefully they do, that like by the, a couple of years from now, we'll be like, oh, okay, this is a good game now, finally. But just well, wait you know, a punk like uh, the big drop. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting that you say that because i honestly think that like it's like it, 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 it it's so interesting to see kind of like the discourse around uh cyberpunk now um because like I, it really feels like 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 you know the way that this that yeah like the way that this happened with with no man's sky like both you know with like the way that um the way that uh, uh uh hello games was sort of like promoting it and saying all these things that were going to be in it that sort of like never really like manifested or at least sort of like didn't manifest in some way to like you know years later um but it was all you know and, and also not, not just them too like the fans too were, were really like you know sort of like fantasizing about how this game was gonna was gonna play out um, I think like what you know when it came it, when it came out and it wasn't the way that like everyone thought it was gonna be um it it sort of like set a precedent that people were going to be like less accepting of like stuff like this so like you know with with all the talk of like um you know of crunch and you know the 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 delays that the game had and you know should it be delayed further and you know and, and stuff like that like you know they had to get it out by this day um you know people like people just aren't accepting of it now you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's 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 almost it, it it's almost like it, it it puts a really big um like question mark on the whole like s- just the status of cyberpunk now right like, you know is this is this even going to be a game now that's going to even have a chance to be um completed because it's already turned so many people off by just like being this broken ass thing when it came out like i'll be honest it's surprising at the most with what you said about that eight year baggage and like it really shows how pretentious uh, CD Projekt Red was and like f- touting this game again, like putting it on this pedestal saying it's going to be this. But then as soon as it comes out, it's kind of like Poetic Justice, how how that baggage just came back up to kick CD Projekt Red in the ass. And honestly, is, like with how broken it I is, feel it bad, is it, like I feel bad for the devs, obviously, because with everything, yeah, with yeah. The crunch and stuff, yeah. this is an executive problem. Oh, absolutely, and 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 typically when 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 stuff like this happens, it, it usually is right. Like this is this this is genuine, uh, like you know, failure of management of not not knowing like how like, you know how to 
how to like you know announce a game within within a reasonable time frame without you know with 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 building this expectation and that and, and you know it, it, it's 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 such a big part of, I don't understand why why companies haven't learned like you know like the, the the worst example of it obviously is 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 Duke Nukem Forever where that game you know it, it had this 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 like fifteen year like stuck in development hell like you know by the time it came out it. I don't think it was ever going to be what people expected it to be. Like maybe if it was a halfway decent game, it might've been like more like, you know, forgiven uh, when it came out. But, you know, but even just like more recently, I was, I was thinking about um, kingdom hearts three. Right. And like how long people have been anticipating kingdom hearts three. And then when it it is like, you know, we we were kind of talking about it a little bit last week, but it's, it's, it's sort of another example of these games that just sort of like, came and went like people were excited about kingdom hearts three like like they were so excited about it until like a week or two after it came out and then like everyone stopped talking it about was, it it was, it was very lukewarm you know everyone everyone did their videos about how bad the story of kingdom hearts is and then we just we moved on to the next thing and it was just like it was like this is what i mean it's like when, when you when you put this this giant hype on your game that you know that takes 15 years to come out like and then and you know but and especially nowadays where we're in this 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 uh this game cycle where like every month the you know the new hotness is out and like that's the discourse until the next thing comes out like it's just it doesn't make sense anymore it's kind of you know it's why i've said this multiple times it's why i honestly like have a lot of respect for nintendo because nintendo doesn't necessarily like doesn't always you know uh to do something like that. They, they did it like with like metroid prime 4 and that whatever like and bayonetta 3 like those are the only two games really where they they announced them and then now those, those are games are, are kind of stuck in development hell but like third parties too most of the top, yeah and yeah and and you know yeah they are well they're they're being no oh, uh, metroid metroid well, so second metroid second studio yeah um but that's what I mean. Like, you know, like when, when Nintendo announces a game, it's like, oh, by the way, this is going to be out in like, you know, less than a year. Like, because we've been working on this silently for a little while. And when we were ready to announce it, we announced it. Like, not like, oh, hey, we have the concept of a game and, you know, it'll be out in 10 years and hopefully <laughs> it'll work. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah, um, I guess to, to, to sort of just bring it back around to the point, um, it, uh, it, it it's... It's genuinely surprising, and I really, I, 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 you know, I hope, uh, I hope lessons are learned from this. Now, granted, I know, I think I know enough about the industry to know that lessons won't be learned from this. And this will just be like, you know, like, oh, this was the bad thing that happened for CD Projekt Red, but they, you know, they turned it around, and you know, every other company can still, you know, announce games with with twenty year development cycles and release them as broken pieces of. Bullcrap. <laughs> I really do think a lot of companies are Sorry. getting away with it because they do these day one patches and they're just going to keep sending out broken games and then they're going to patch the hell out of it. So what's the point of even giving off like first impressions at this point? You know, and you know, you know what the funny, the weird thing is too, is that I, it, it honestly kind of feels like, like it's, it really is the, the, the fault of No Man's Sky because No Man's Sky came out. It was like, I mean, it was not totally broken, you know, but it, but was, it was not like, also not the features that they promised were like, oh, it's gonna do this and this and this and this. Not even there, yeah. It it it, it wasn't even close. It was like a it was like a Peter Molyneux effect. <laughs> it was like yeah. brand promises under delivered. <laughs> oh yeah, 
but but then the, but then funny enough they they turned it around and, and you know they, they you know in good faith they like actually turned no man's sky into like this actually like pretty pretty good game like you know when all is said and done so now everyone's just like you see they turned it around so we I mean, can too they got <laughs> three years like, later look, was they it? got an award for it like yeah. at the game awards like best ongoing game i was like yeah no they deserve that for taking a massive yeah, L and turning it somehow into a W. Never seen that before in my life on that scale. But that's, it begs the question of like, do did they deserve the W? You know what I mean? Like they 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 they, they had the L. <laughs> why didn't we? Why didn't we like? Why didn't we all shake our fingers at them and say, you know what? I hope you learned your lesson. <laughs> yeah. Don't be telling lies. Yeah. No, it seems like every studio has a get out of jail free card with patches. No. And CD Projekt Red of all of all are one of the most darling companies in the industry. Yeah. Um, Again, not exactly darling. Okay, it shouldn't but be anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, like what Shaq said. It's like I feel so bad for the devs. Like all they probably feel so defeated. Bruh, like all bruh, their work. When they were like, "Hey, yeah, we're gonna pay you your bonuses that we were gonna give you if we got good reviews. We're gonna give them to you now." I'm like, "Why did you give them that in the first place for putting them through all that crunch?" I haven't seen my family in six weeks. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Cyberpunk. I'm going to keep playing it. And they're going to be even busier now that like they got to do all these patches to fix the game. Man. Yeah, uh, it's just... I did want to so... throw one more hat in the ring by saying like Cyberpunk 2077 touted all of these different features and it was going to be like a game that was just going to show instead of tell. Now, Cyberpunk 2077 made all these promises, right? But it's mm-hmm. safe to say that they were ruined by a lot of these bugs, but they sure as hell delivered on what they promised in terms of gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that that, that is the that is I think that is the one thing I, and it's it really is where um Cyberpunk is kind of like it's the it's the only like raft that it has right now to, to cling to is that like basically like it, it's the most the, the the most unanimous thing I've seen from all people really is basically saying like like when the game works it works yeah. it is but the game that people is, wanted it to be but it could be yeah done. but the problem is yeah it's just like it's like it's so often that it isn't working and like you know it should like from 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 a, com- a consumer standpoint, like it should have never been released in this state. Um, so, and, and, you know, so uh, I, I guess we'll, ha- we'll just have to wait and see how this, how this turns around for people, because again, too, like depending on, I guess how many people actually like take the refunds and how that affects uh, CD project reds, like bottom line on, on this game. Like, I guess it uh, remains to be seen, uh, but um, we, we, uh, we need to we need to move forward here because um, Shaq has a yes. bit of a little movie corner. Yes. Welcome to Shaq. I corner. do. I'm glad to do this. So here's the thing: at the same time as the Game Awards were happening, there was the Disney Investor Call, which they like live streamed to everybody. Oh, and Jesus. it was a very long Thursday. It was. It, I was trying to consume both of those things at the same time. Like, look at the new announcements <laughs> from the Game Awards and the Disney Investor Call, bro. I was losing my mind. It was <laughs> almost too much. I had to take a break. Um, but a lot of things got announced. I will keep it strictly. Well, I'll focus primarily on two aspects of it. 
Uh, but just like a quick rundown of some other things. They announced that Star, which is going to be like a new thing for Canada and like international places, is going to be like their non-family friendly stuff. So essentially our replacement for Hulu is Star Plus, and that's going to be in the Disney Plus subscription. Um, they announced a bunch of like uh, Pixar stuff. So like uh, Cars is getting a Disney Plus show for whatever fucking reason. Um, <laughs> for, for some reason, I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say like, something like a, like a gritty reboot, and I was like, oh my no, god! Although, although they're doing a uh, Buzz Lightyear point? movie with Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear, it's not based on the toy; it's based off the character that the Buzz Lightyear toy is based on. Which, all right, cool. I'm kind of it's gonna be I'm like a mad. So wait, so 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 it, it is it's live action. No, it's, you know it's animation. It's no, animated. animated. Okay, okay, because that actually really bothers me because I saw that and I was like, no, Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear <laughs> now and forever to infinity and okay. beyond. This is the, again, this is not the main focus of the discussion, so I'm just naming some other stuff. <laughs> Utopia, Moana, Baymax, they're all getting TV shows. They announced a Mighty Ducks reboot, which is all right, cool, whatever. Um, That's Chip funny. and Dale Rescue Rangers is going to be Chip, uh, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney as Chip and Dale, which is probably going to be crazy and hilarious. Yeah, um, okay, I like that. Pixar, yeah, that's inspired. Yeah, Pixar has a bunch of other stuff like I mentioned. Cars, uh, this movie called Turning Red from the lady who made that amazing short bow. It's going to be about a teenager who oh, turns yeah. into a giant red panda when she gets excited. I love it already. Um, yeah, I'm into it. Okay, and now the, the main things we're here to focus on. I'm going to focus on two things. Mainly what came out from Lucasfilm and what came out from Marvel Studios. Um, mm-hmm. They announced... 10 new shows for Star Wars going to Disney Plus, two movies, and a new Indiana Jones. So I'll start off with the movies real quick. We are doing uh, a Rogue Squadron movie directed by Patty Jenkins, who just did the two Wonder Woman films, which I'm Ooh. very excited for. Um, That's yeah. cool. And then what was the other one? Oh, ta- yeah, Taika Waititi is doing a Star Wars movie. And I'm pretty sure he forgot yeah. that he was doing it because when that announcement came out, he tweeted just what? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Cause, cause, yeah, because I, I I thought I remembered seeing something like before this event that said like Taika Waititi was signed on to do like a Star it was Wars. Literally, something. At the first episode of the Mandalorian came the out contract, like, last year. They're like, yeah, he's doing a thing. <laughs> Okay, and then the bunch of TV <laughs> that they announced. So I'm going to go through all these at once, and then we can talk about it. First off, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hayden Christian yeah. is coming back as Darth Vader. Um, oh, yes. They're doing Star Wars Visions, which is essentially the Animatrix with Star Wars, where it's an anime anthology. Cool. Uh, the Mandalorian, they're getting two spinoff shows, uh, Ahsoka with Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano, and Rangers that's of the New cool. Republic. And that's going to tie into like a big marvel style crossover in the future uh a sequel series to the clone wars animated series called star wars the bad batch uh there's also a prequel to rogue one star wars andor with diego luna like reprising as andor cassian uh i don't remember his last name i think it's like andor cassian or something like that cassian Um, Cassian andor yeah Yeah. uh star wars lando a lando calrissian tv show done by justin simeon who did dear white people like the movie and the tv show uh, a joy story with rtd2 and c3po and the acolyte which is apparently like a kind of mystery dark side themed tv show a darth revan type thing yes hopefully it's like kodar it's a it's... lot from star wars and there, 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 there was one more today too but it's oh, spoilers yeah. for mandalorian they ju- yeah they just announced a new one Let's today on the new episode of the, of the season finale <laughs> i won't name what it is because you should probably yeah. look it up 
It but is like, pretty crazy, though. It's crazy. Watch, watch <laughs> the credits of this episode. Crazy. It is an amazing scene for longtime fans, but yeah, we won't yeah. see yeah. it. Is. I to look it up. Because I've, I've been waiting to, to sit down and watch uh, The Mandalorian until it was like the second season until it was finished. Oh, yeah. This, oh, yeah. Was, yeah. We got the whole thing ready for you on a silver platter. Yeah, but Matt's right there. Yeah. Hmm. It's I gotta say um like as much as I as much so so going like talk, just uh just like a quick thing so so um okay so oh, I have so many questions now yeah. <laughs> I, should, I, should been, I should have been writing them down yeah. um because like the the Ahsoka thing like that it's it's cool but like didn't they actually get the 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 act or the voice actress who did her like in the show to like play her in the Mandalorian no, like no, it wasn't no. Rosario what happened was that no, like, they the, got the, the, the voice actress. She did the voice in Rise of the Skywalker the, during that scene where they're like doing all the Jedi's or whatever. But no, for Ahso- for Ahsoka, like it is Rosario Dawson playing her in the Mandalorian. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, because I, I, I thought that that's what I thought. I thought I, I thought I had read somewhere that they, they, they were actually getting her to play Ahsoka in the Mandalorian, and I was like, that's really cool. Like way to like you know like uh like stay connected and like kind of like show that love to like the you know the the I guess the the fans of the show, right? Oh. I'll um, tell you right now, there okay, are I, there are something there is something like that in the TV show, like in the Mandalorian, where like Clone Wars characters show up in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. Dave okay. Filoni's universe for like Clone Wars, Rebels, it's very heavily tied to that in like Mandalorian. Now, um, the uh, the 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 Clone Wars. Now, okay, is it is it? Because I was gonna say, is it like the 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 Clone Wars, like the CG animated yeah, the, one, like the, or is the it the CG yep. animated one? It's Aww. about like a group of mercenary stormtroopers. Yeah. Okay, because I was I was I was, gonna, I was gonna ask if it was like uh, Jenny Tartakovsky oh. was like getting that to do it. Like love if they awesome, did a sequel to that, but no, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Basically, they did like a backdoor pilot for this during the last season that aired on Disney Plus. There mm-hmm. was like four episodes based mm-hmm. on the, all these characters, and I I wasn't really into it during that episode or like during that story arc on the show. But what that trailer they showed, they got me on board with it because it's, it's like it's going to show like Order sixty six stuff. Ming Na Wen is reprising her role from the Mandalorian in it. Oh, hell yeah! Yeah, they they turned me around on that one. And um, okay, so and uh, I guess the uh, the Lando thing now is that is that starring donald glover they, or they, get they haven't confirmed it yet so it's still to be seen i'm hoping he it comes back to it i hope so bad that, that would be uh i think when I they meant so they were gonna do a series based on like solo 2 or something like that they really could use that lando series to continue that mm-hmm. yeah high hopes there you're very high hopes honestly um and uh, yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Cause I, I mean, an R two D two show. I mean, okay. Did 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 you guys see? Cause I I thought I saw this somewhere and it it made me laugh. They apparently they actually did um a like it was like there's like a Lego Star Wars movie and they they did the the holiday special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I saw that. And I was like, what? <laughs> That was that was yeah. cute, but yeah, wasn't signed I mean, off on Yeah, <laughs> uh, someone who really wanted to avenge the original one. <laughs> it was kind of funny, but uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, who okay. couldn't live with it? Okay, but yeah, no, moving on to Marvel. Marvel, Marvel just laid all their stuff out like on the table. The it Marvel was insane. Was- okay, so let yeah. so let me just go through all this first again. Uh, so they showed off a new trailer for Wandavision, which comes out in January. Uh, they showed off the first footage of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which looks amazing. 
they showed the first footage of Loki, which I didn't know that Owen Wilson is in it with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize him there. Honestly, to realize it was him, like <laughs> it's like it was that trailer is amazing. Uh, they showed off the first footage it, of uh, What If, like their animated like anthology series <laughs> of just like alternate events in Marvel history. Uh, they revealed Miss Marvel, uh, just like the T- Disney Plus TV show that's gonna tie into Captain Marvel two. Um, what else did they show? They sh- they announced Dar- ah, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They announced a release date. I forgot what the release date was, but they said it would tie into Spider Man three, which I know for sure is coming out in December. They announced Hawkeye with uh, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. They announced a She Hulk TV show with Tatiana Maslany as She Hulk. They announced. A uh, Moon Knight TV show with uh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Freaking Isaac. Uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. An I Am Groot TV show. Uh, Christian Bale what? playing what? Uh, the God Butcher in Thor Love and Thunder. An Ironheart TV show with Riri Williams. Armor Wars with um, Don Cheadle with the like people stealing Tony Stark's tech. Black Panther 2. Thankfully, they're not recasting Chadwick, but they are still making Black Panther 2. The yeah the third Ant Man movie is Ant Man in the Wasp: Quantum Mania, which I love that title. Um, and the two big ones for me personally, the Disney Plus TV show of Secret Invasion, one of the biggest arcs in Marvel history. They're doing it with Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. Oh my! God. And they're making a Fantastic Four movie, <laughs> a Marvel yes, Studios I... Fantastic Four movie. So now a they have zero reason. Yeah, to mess this up, <laughs> I was about to curse so hard. Oh my! And, and, and didn't they didn't they say it was gonna it was gonna be like uh, or like the, the like the first like tease for it was gonna show up in Spider Man? Uh, I don't think they. I don't know if they said it or not. But all I know is that they said that um, the guy who's been directing the who directed the last two film uh, Spider Man movies, John Watts, is gonna be directing uh, Fantastic Four. God. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I mean, again, like, it, it, you, you don't know, you don't know, like, how to trust things on, uh, on, on Twitter. So, like, you know, these are just like these little, like, random, like, little, like, you know, quote unquote articles that I see sometimes on Twitter. I could have swore that I saw something like that that was just like, yeah, you know, it's gonna be like they're gonna introduce the Fantastic Four in the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how I much it's gonna be point, but considering how well, you know, crazy they're going. With these crossovers now, because like Wanda ties in to Doctor Strange and Miss Marvel ties into Captain Marvel too, and just like it's all this, yeah, but yeah, but Shaq, think, uh, the, the, I mean, it, it it would actually it would make a lot of sense when you consider that that Spider Man as a character was first introduced in the comics in in an, an issue of Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would, so that, that would make me- sense. Yeah, <laughs> um, so they're reversing it this time around for the movie. And I mean, that's that's alongside the news. I don't think we actually talked about it. That that uh, uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Alfred Molina are all like, going to be in. They haven't confirmed. The next they haven't Spider-Man. confirmed the the other Spider People, but they might as well just say it, considering they've gotten to everybody else. Because <laughs> didn't they confirm? The, they, they confirmed Molina and they confirmed Jamie Foxx for elect. They they're confirming the villains. And I think they confirmed also Kristen Dunst, but they haven't 100. I, I, I thought they didn't. They haven't 100 of the other Spider-Man yet because they're waiting. I'm assuming they're one Emma Stone away from going full circle with this yeah. crossover. Yeah, it's well, a, a pretty poorly kept secret at this point. It really is. 
just Marvel is like I keep when they announced that hey we're doing like ten TV shows for Star Wars and ten Marvel shows. Every time you hear that, it sounds just more and more daunting, and I'm like feeling like I'm gonna get like that whole like oh I'm burnt out on all this. And for a lot of people, they already have. But when I actually see these things in motion and I hear the titles. I'm just like I'm back in. I'm rejuvenated. Like they got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and plus, yeah, like, 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 I screamed my head off when they said Ironheart. When they said Secret Invasion, like they're really doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, and and then like seeing all laid out in on the schedule too, because like WandaVision comes out in January, Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier in March, yeah. Loki in May. So like every two months, like you're like you're essentially going to get a Marvel movie told in eight like eight hours like the mandalorian does so like yeah or a series so every week you're pretty much getting a new piece of marvel and star wars content but we're talking about marvel here so this entire 2021 is just going to be full of marvel so i can see where that fatigue comes in but the excitement as well yeah well and they're also different too like thematically so like that kind of helps avoid the burnout a little bit hopefully Mm -hmm. yeah they might as well just call 2021 the festival of marvel yeah, because like because like like I I I didn't when I when I when I heard that like they were they were gonna do a Loki TV show I like I genuinely did not know how they were gonna do it and kind of like getting an idea for it now like I didn't realize how much I needed this show. <laughs> Dude, it looks great. Like the brief stuff that they showed, it looks great. And I was like, please don't remember when Infinity War happened and Loki like died died. I was like, please don't find a way to retcon his death considering how powerful this is supposed to be. But having an alternate universe Loki, okay, that makes sense. Well, I thought, I remember I'm hearing some sort of like, there was some like weird like open door on it from what I heard because like there was like that that offhand detail that they, that they in the first Thor movie were like, uh, Loki like isn't like, Asgardian, he's like a frost giant or something. Yeah. He's like an, like an orphan I mean, frost that, giant. That, yeah, that's a big and, like, thing. But like, but like, like, I think the whole thing back with Infinity War is when freaking when Thanos broke his neck, he was like adamant and like, listen, you're not resurrecting again. <laughs> but even but even Thor kind of says that like he makes that little like kind of like oh you know, but he's died before, so I don't know this time. Like he might be dead for real. But like, because I thought I I remember I was reading something that basically said like like it's like the way uh in like in like I guess Thor comics or something like the way Frost giants are supposed to like die was like totally different they don't just die like normal people like so people were speculating that it's like oh he's probably not really dead because like if he did he would have like reverted to some like frost form or some crap yeah i, mean, I don't know i don't know but again but yeah like, but, hey. but again it's it's a moot point because yeah they just did alternate universe uh loki now right yeah which i mean like that's good because like i'd rather go with him being like semi-evil even if he's being like a time cop yeah i like i like him being uh or or at the very least chaotic neutral uh that trailer is 100 percent chaotic neutral that was yeah everything in that was just absolute mayhem that show is straight up gonna screw a lot of people over oh yeah Yeah. i mean and and i and i really i wonder i what i really uh wonder what um black widow's role in all of it too is because there was that brief moment where they showed her in that like purple universe yeah and they kind of had a shot of i I thought cap showed up for a second on that too which was kind of weird which yeah i don't know um and even with black widow because like they are putting like it is like in theaters in may if if things are better which whatever (laughs) um but 
I see it as a like this is just my prediction is that they're essentially just setting up uh what's that actress's name from uh Midsummer? Uh Florence Pugh. I'm I'm assuming they're setting her up to be like the next Black Widow that like gonna be in the future Marvel films. Like they'll keep Scar Joe dead and just, but just have her sister be the next Black Widow. Yeah, I heard she was gonna appear in a bunch of series to kind of set that role up in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could I could maybe see her showing up in like um uh Winter Soldier and the Falcon, yeah. maybe. And I'm, yeah, like uh, that's the only place. And the one thing though that they didn't talk about, but I'm waiting for them to talk about, is freaking Blade. I want some news on Blade. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just like, yeah, we're still working on Blade. Like Mahershala Ali still Blade gonna be like the title character. I'm like, just give me something. Even a release date. If it's like yeah. 2024, that's fine. Just give me something. <laughs> Tell me that Wesley Snipes is going to be involved in some capacity. I'm Please. Maybe as a producer or something. <laughs> oh my god, how awesome They're definitely going to consult him for what made the original Blade movies fun. Like, honestly, Blade 2 was just a guilty pleasure oh, yeah. of mine. Dude, it's still, guilty. It's still like, one of my... Like, it's still... Yeah, maybe no, my favorite Del Toro. Oh, maybe it would be good. I've burned in every hard drive that I get, no matter what computer upgrade. Blade 2. And, and you, know, you, know what, you know what burns my biscuit sometimes is how people act like Deadpool was the first, like, R-rated Marvel movie? It's like, no, 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 no. Blade was here first. Oh, gee. <laughs> yeah. What, dude, it's still it's still one of my favorite things to say. Like whenever whenever someone asks me if I'm ready for anything, and I'm just like, I was born ready. That is <laughs> <laughs> like that's genuinely one of the coolest lines in a movie. Are you ready to die, Blade? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, Disney oh, but... went all out and like. Yeah. Again, in like a grander implication of things, I don't like them encroaching on literally everything as they're doing. But when I see the things that I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? <laughs> this, this is good. Keep doing that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. They're doing it justice, at least. Yeah. They saw, you know, they, they saw that they, they that Sephiroth was going to be in Smash and they were like, you know what? No, we got to bring it hard. Same day. Yeah. <laughs> they had the inside on it. <laughs> I got to so, like, do you think Marvel's turning into, like, the CD Projekt Red of Hollywood? Like, they're putting out all these things, right? And they haven't released yet, but what's going to happen once they come out? They're going to be great. I mean, no, no they're not the, the CD like, I mean, like, Because, like, Kevin Feige is so adamant on, like, making sure this stuff is good. And for the most part, he's done, like, a pretty decent job. So, like, yeah. I don't blame... So, like... Dude, I mean, the, he hasn't like, given me a reason to fail yet. No, because because the worst the worst thing that you could say about like like some of, even just like the the lesser quality Marvel movies is that they're like good. Like you know, you get you get a movie like Civil War or like Infinity War or Black Panther, and those are like like next level amazing. Mm-hmm. But then like you know, a, a movie like okay, I, I don't know, like the, the like, even like the first. Yeah, like that one's just like it's it's fine. It's it's inoffensive. Like I wasn't, you know, I yeah, I didn't like it, but like I didn't walk out of the theater like regretting that I saw yeah, it. Not poorly made. It enough. It was still enjoyable. Like yeah, exactly. Like they, they've line. all been solid quality games. Or sorry, movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I didn't you know like- what? Listen, the people who hate Marvel movies would probably tell you, yeah, they're basically video games. That's true. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're basically. 
stupid video game. Well, you know, because you know, I, I I said that because I was actually kind of thinking for some reason I was thinking about um uh, about Nintendo and I was thinking about like how like Mario games and even like that like the worst Mario games are still like good games. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's got that's kind of line of the top notch quality that you expect from Marvel. Yeah, exactly. For everything but in yeah, uh, no. humans, that was the only flop they really had. Like you, yeah, yeah, even then, that, yeah. like <laughs> Kevin Feige was not like even touching the TV division. That was like, that was just a whole mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, and, but that was a weird one too because like you know it 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 was like this weird separate thing where like for the most part the Marvel stuff that was on Netflix was all like uh, or was mostly pretty good. Like I know I know a lot of people didn't like the first season of. Iron Fist, but garbage. I heard that the second, the second season I heard was an improvement, but I didn't even bother. Yeah, I like no, both. me neither. But like, it was nice. Um, like like Luke Cage. Uh, you know, the first season I was kind of like I was I I thought it was good, but I you know I, I wasn't like a hundred percent on it. The second season was like up there with some of my favorite stuff of the Marvel like whole like universe. And then that ending um, too. Yeah. Oh my god. Like Jessica Jones too. Like first season was great. Second season was okay. I never finished watching the third season, but I wasn't super into it. Um, and then like Daredevil, like I loved the first season. Season two was, here's was the, a little bit. Season middle. two, the first like four or five episodes when it's just Daredevil versus the Punisher is incredible. Great. And then it just drops yeah. off a cliff after that. I heard season three is really yeah, good, but I never like went back to watch it. Yeah, three with three is amazing. It, yeah. Same with me, yeah. No, I heard nothing but good things about it, but I kind of completely forgot about it. And then, like, Punisher, too. Like, first season of Punisher, I thought was pretty good. Second season, I heard, was okay. If anything, but, like, like, I just want it back because I want John Berthold screaming at the top of his lungs like he always did. Oh, my God. Which is like, <laughs> I think that's exactly what his audition looked like. They're like, don't say I want Punisher back in the yell. MCU just for that. I need to yell again. And I well, think wasn't that what the other things was actually going to do? Yeah, wasn't that was one of the other things that was confirmed about the next uh, Spider-Man was that Daredevil, uh, Charlie Cox was going to show up as Daredevil no, in it. People didn't. That one is a hundred percent a rumor, and the source of it was so dubious to me that I don't buy it at all. Um, okay, okay, I'm gonna take your word yes. for this. Like until I see it from like a reputable source, because it was like some random blog I'd never heard of until that day. Um, <laughs> So, like, unless, like, Deadline <laughs> or The Hollywood Reporter reports on it, and I'm like, all right, this is, I don't trust what's this, it. What's this article from, what's this article from Charlie Cox in, in, in Spider-Man.com? <laughs> please put, <laughs> daredevil in Spider-Man.com. Blogspot. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that kind of sums it up for my corner. My special Disney oh, corner, well, sponsored by Jack Disney Power. Corporation. It's sponsored by Disney, brought to you by Marvel. <laughs> Keeping the lights on here yeah. at uh, CG. Blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> um, now we also got we also got the news. I mean, speaking of like uh, superhero slots, uh, we also got the news. Uh, it was kind of like, wasn't it kind of like it last was it like like late last week or I can't remember if it was this early this week. Oh yeah, that was like like Monday or something. Um, that uh, HBO Max is getting pretty much all of uh, oh. like. The, the Warner Brothers like slot the news that has literally ripped Hollywood in half. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like, buddy, it's a lot of yeah, people so, cheesed off about that. Yeah. So literally every so in the U.S. with HBO Max, 
every single one of their movies that is slated for 2021 is coming out simultaneously in theaters and on on their HBO Max. So that means Wonder Woman, that means Godzilla vs. Kong, The Matrix 4, um, and a Dune. bunch of other stuff. It's just so... Yeah, Dune. Dune, so much. And filmmakers are not particularly happy, especially uh, Christopher Nolan and Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> both of, both of <laughs> them have ranted really... like crazy. And the thing is, is I kind of understand them because like yeah. it is a low blow because they were not informed at all before this thing happened. Yeah, and the thing is, like, with Christopher Nolan and a lot of the directors releasing movies during COVID, they've been doing whatever they could to put a case for theaters. So the fact that they saw the HBO Max news was just, like, incredibly low blow. I totally know how they feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I I, I mean, I, I have I have sort of talked about this before, when we, like, when, uh, when uh, Wonder Woman was getting sent to uh, HBO Max. Like, I think, like... Of, of this year and probably for a good portion of next year too like realistically um going out to theaters just just isn't going to be feasible for a lot of people like you know even though yeah like we you know we're we're on the verge of 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 having a vaccine be like available like it's like realistically the time frame like nobody really knows how like how it's going to work and, and and even even with like a vaccine you know there's still like a lot of people who who don't want to get it because they're not they're not sure about it or they just don't believe in vaccines in general so like you know even with a vaccine we are nowhere like even near out of the woods exactly. so of like, I under, you know, so uh, like i understand oh, it from the other end of just like yeah. we kind of need to put but, these out because we're losing money but at the same time it's studios i just like bruh like if <laughs> These movies are going to come out at some point. People will want to see them. So, like, you, like I, I'm not against holding back until, like, it's 100% safe to do so. Or even, like, 80% safe to do so. Yeah, I know. And, and this is where, like, this is where it sort of feels like, may, at, at the very least, like, maybe maybe even, like, um, I don't know. Like, if, if, there was, if there was a way to sort of, like, square this, because, like, it's like, what could you, really, what could you have done? Like, you know, obviously, obviously Warner Bros. wants to put them, put it on HBO Max because, like, you know, they have vested interest in that. Because yeah. um, they profit from like, it. Like, you know, could, could, could they have done it, like, on a, on, like, a, you know, a, a, a VOD, you know, platform or, like, you know, like, because, because, like, can't you, can't you, like, download movies from, like, the Cine, Cineplex, like, website and watch them, like, you can buy them, them and you like, can rent them, yeah. That's what I mean, so, like, if they, if, if they wanted to do something like that, like, okay, like, you know, put, like, release, release Wonder Woman, uh, you know, uh, 1984 to, like, to, like, Cineplex and, like, think, like, let them release it online. I think, but the thing is, just, I like, think that's what they're doing in Canada. This is, like, this whole thing, about like uh, with HBO Max, this is only going for the U.S. because HBO Max is only oh. in the U.S. Everywhere else, this means literally nothing. They're just going to put them out in theaters if they're open. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, HBO Max is, oh. is done through Crave in Canada because, like, I, I know but, I have that. I have HBO Max through Crave. Here's, but here's the thing with HBO Max and Crave in Canada is that because they're not going to do this thing in Canada because with HBO Max. Warner Brothers directly profits off of that. With Crave, they don't invest nothing. Like they give them like the international distribution, yeah. but they don't profit from it. So it's not. It, it makes no sense for them to lose money by putting this on Crave. 
So they're not. It would take a really big incentive for them to actually go through with that. Even like close enough, like the show from like the regular show people. That was like a show I wasn't planning them on them to like put on Crave, but they never went to Crave. It went to Netflix. Yeah. That's where I want because that's what that's 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 exactly where I saw it. I was so surprised because like like as much as I loved regular show, when I saw that um, close enough uh, was was on HBO or like I think it wasn't HBO Max at the time. It was just like it was going to go to TBS. yeah that's right and i was like oh maybe maybe you know maybe i would have to like look into like hbo or something like or whatever like wherever it is and then yeah just one day i, I turn on netflix and there it is i was like oh it perfect. was like a month <laughs> after it came out and i was mad about it because i was like i was trying to see with everybody else but yeah um so this yeah this whole thing is kind of open the floodgates because people are like this is good like if this goes theaters might die like it might as well just be the death knell for theaters. And I don't think theaters will die forever because I think there's just too big of a market for that. But I think the theatrical system as we know it might, they're going to have to make some well, massive changes. Because from, from what I, from what I was seeing, it was like, basically like they were kind of saying like um, some, some, the, I don't know. I can't remember. I think it might've been AMC was saying that like, if, if Warner brothers wants to do this, then like basically like what they're going to do is, um essentially just start charging less yeah. for any like Warner Brothers movies like like just reduced prices because if they're gonna have to feel the loss from those movies then like so you know, that's that's super petty but I kinda love it. <laughs> yeah I get it. It's I you know you gotta do what you gotta do man. Yeah like, but, but, uh, but at the same time it's like but like but, sorry, that's, but that's for like megaplexes. I'm thinking also about like smaller theaters that kind of rely on like those blockbusters just to kind of bring in business during like those peak hours but just like what's going to happen to them because they're already like Like the government's already not funding theaters they're just like whatever if those die then whatever yikes yeah Yeah, i don't know i think no go ahead chris yeah i was gonna say the warner brothers has said they're 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 changing like their their take of ticket sales for this period and they've said it's very much like a temporary measure for just this the coming year and there's like a there's a limitation on how long they're going to be on hbo max like it's the first 30 days or something and then it's off and back or like that it stays in theaters and can be rented later on like like normal but yeah like i, I don't know like it's kind of funny to me that christopher tenet or sorry christopher nolan is ranting about this when tenet flopped this summer like if if anyone knows what effect this is having on box offices it should be christopher nolan yeah yeah but this, he doesn't blame he doesn't blame covid for the box yeah. office he blames like other things. whatever i mean tenet was fun but yeah <laughs> like that was not going to be the movie to save theaters not at all no no never. it doesn't take one i'll say that exactly but yeah that kind of sums that well, up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Dan, if they do, Dan, if they don't, kind of situation. Exactly. Though. Like, by the way, Tenet comes out digital. It came out digitally. It did. Yeah, week. it's already it out. out. A couple of days ago, so people actually do have a chance to watch this at home. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I kind of want to watch it just to see if I can actually understand it this time. Yeah, have like a second run through. Yeah, it took me a while. Like, not even reading the whole thing on Wikipedia five times helped. <laughs> oh, I I just did that yesterday, and I was still like, I don't. Yeah. I didn't understand any of it. It was cool. I loved it. Like, like I loved it, like on a spectacle level. But like, you asked me to sum up this movie, I could not do it. 
it's fascinating trying to go into that rabbit hole because if you go on Reddit and you read up about Tenet, there's actually a whole community of people who are trying to break down all the details and have different theories, and all of them could actually be valid for like <laughs> what actually happens because without any spoilers, there are like really well done infographics and really fleshed out write ups about like how <laughs> the game works in Tenet, and it's like uh, you'll you'll lose lots of hours just read up about that listen all i did was follow the doctor's advice in like the first 15 minutes of the movie don't try to understand (laughs) it just feel it and i was like yeah yeah Yeah, you can all watch it out the window and that actually helps you understand it like um it definitely helps because when you just like soak it all in from start to finish right and you just let all those details carry you you know, you'll stand a better chance than trying to overthink it. It's like, you know? we're going to do this thing forward and backward in time. All right, cool. I, feel like I get, <laughs> all right, I guess. <laughs> you know, Shaq, I feel like the doctor in that movie, he actually just went off script during that like, scene. Listen, you ain't going to talking the audience. <laughs> you ain't going to understand this. Because <laughs> the audience going like, just, just don't understand feel. And then Nolan was just sitting there like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Had to be done. Mm. Yeah, well, I guess you know I didn't I I I didn't fully realize because I kind of like wanted to see Tenet, but like yeah, like I was just gonna like like wait till it like came was made available to me. Now it is, and I'm not gonna, I'm not saying that I'm gonna like illegally download it, but I am saying I'm definitely gonna pay less than people are <laughs> to watch it. Congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we here say, do not condone Jordan's behavior. Jordan, I, I, didn't, I never said anything. I just said I'm, I'm getting a discount on the movie. <laughs> he said he, he said many questionable things over this entire course. So this is like a cherry on top, guys. I mean, if you think he's going to do it, he's probably going to do it. He spent more on The Last of Us Two than he did on Tenet. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's just say I spent the same amount. <laughs> Oh yeah, he bought it at full price. It's hiding in his PS4 library somewhere, and that's his biggest, darkest secret. It's the advantage of physical media. You can lend it to people. That's exactly what Jordan's doing. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, see? That see? <laughs> was in his possession at some point. Never forget that. Winkity wink wink. <laughs> Redacted conversation. <laughs> well, I think um, on, on that note, I think we've uh, officially run to the end of this podcast. All right. My God, I, I don't understand why we ever have a plan for these things because it needs to be half we can, long every time. We could, yeah, oh yeah, we could eat up an hour and a half so easily. <laughs> oh, that was so worth it. Every minute was just, oh man, just oh, a bunch kind of, of ragtag dudes just talking about the best things from Hollywood and video games. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean we, we kind of we talked a little cyberpunk. I mean, like you didn't get like a, a proper just like a segment. little guys, but uh, set a timer better. on that, play it back, and just listen to it. Send us the timer. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Well, if you uh, want to read about any of the things we talked about today, uh, you can check them out on cgmagonline.com. If you want to check out CG Mag on any of the socials, it's the same thing. It's just CG Mag Online. Um, If you want to check out more from me, uh, you can check me out on twitter at ninja jordan underscore and you can check me out on youtube at ninja reviews 
Shaq, where can we find you? You can find me on all social medias, Shaq Excellence, S-H-A-K Excellence. That means Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch, TikTok, everything. But if you, know, you I, see I his main to... thing, Shaq the Legend Lambert, or the whatever real Jordan deal. in the beginning, that's still Shaquille him. The real deal. still him. <laughs> the real deal. You know, I... I... I actually tried to get into TikTok, and I think I'm just like officially too old. Oh, to dude, get into listen, it. I I'm only I'm not even thirty, and I feel so old compared to a lot of the dude, people. Dude, yeah, no, I, I can't keep up with it. I'm just like, and every time I, I get on it, I just want to, I just like, I'm just shaking my fist. I just had like <laughs> at first, I only signed up, and I was like, I'm gonna make maybe like one or two, and then I made like a dozen <laughs> at least. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I don't like, I don't know how people do it. Like, I guess I'm just not as funny or creative as I thought I was. Oh, trust me, I don't even know how I've made this many. I'm just like, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I just want, like, if anything, I'm trying to get more into streaming. So this probably around Christmas because I got uh, like, yeah. less things to do. Yeah. Like school's not on my mind and I still got like a couple things I can write that I'm planning on writing anyway. Um, I'm just gonna like have a week where I just stream every day or something like that. So be on the lookout Dude, for that, possibly. Minecraft and Among Us is the only two games you need to stream if you want to be famous. Bro, listen, <laughs> bro, I'm on like Call of Duty now. Yeah, that's the thing. COVID is, has been so crazy that I play Call of Duty on the regular now. Oh my god, COVID broke it. You, broke Shaq. me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh <laughs> Chris, where can we find you these days? Uh you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy. That's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y. Uh you can also find me on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. And if you want to hear me talk about Star Wars incessantly, you can follow the Quarter Portion Podcast Network on wherever you wherever you get your podcasts. And Clement, where are you at? Well, if you guys like the sound of my voice, you can totally hear it hours on end on Twitch with my social media, it's the Insta word, and you could find that pretty much everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Twitch as well, and really keep everything consistent. But yeah, mostly um, definitely doing a lot more streaming this time around as well. Like during COVID too, like I just needed, you know, I've been looking to stream for a long time. So it was a perfect opportunity just to like play games. But then like, it's really just like just doing your downtime and then just turning the camera on. So with that in mind, like, it's actually working out pretty good. I, I tried out oh. the Wolf Among Us for the first time, and um, awesome. that was really interesting. Like, um, great game. Yeah, I, it was not only was it like one of those more quiet games compared to like COD and stuff, but I actually like hit records just by playing that. And honestly, like, uh, it was my first time experience, right? So people do love seeing that those like reactions. Yeah, bro, I threw, I threw the guy's ass down the wishing well and everyone went quiet at the end. <laughs> <laughs> at like, uh, that was the kind of person I was. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it was no, very I, was, uh, I played the entire thing. One go start to finish. Right. And a lot of the, like, you know, like you, you can learn a lot about someone from how they play a telltale game. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I, the only time I've ever played a game beginning to end on, on stream was I when I played uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, like the remake? Oh. I played it. For, I wasn't planning on playing it for like nine hours straight, but I did. <laughs> oh man, how did that go? <laughs> oh, it chats? was great for the most part. There was one section where I got embarrassingly bad, but like, I'm not going to talk about it that much. 
<laughs> probably the game men you know those old games have a way of just oh dude there's the one section like that one section is like an enemy that just kept hitting me every time i got to a platform and i had to go back to the beginning yeah <laughs> that's stress that's stress but a no, great game i mean i mean you guys are definitely in the majority because i think i like if i was seeing like like a like statistically like there have been like something like 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 i want to say like eight thousand new like streamers on like twitch Yep. Just like during like COVID and like watch time for like uh certain like games and certain streamers is like like doubled or something so, like in this year alone like everyone's it's streaming a good now. time. I, 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 I started time in April myself time. too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll stick to traditional video <laughs> format. Thank you very much. I'll just upload you, uh, my thing on YouTube you, and then you'll watch it there, huh? Yeah. Yes. They try to start your content. <laughs> yeah exactly gotta have gotta have a hook man that's right and or, or and or play among us or minecraft <laughs> with, with alc if you can yes did you but did you guys see did you guys see how how donkey kind of just like deconstructed his channel recently did he oh my god dude okay i'll tell you about it yes, after please send it. <laughs> so anyway from all of us here at uh cg uh, pixels and ink thank you for listening and uh stay out stay safe out there stay inside if you if you have to wear a mask for the love of god and keep listening to great podcasts by great people and enjoy your holidays yes well we might have another podcast next week so we'll, we'll wait for that maybe, one maybe. <laughs>